I had a friend tell me a story yesterday, and I'm actually very, very, very proud of her for the okay. way this for the way this story ended. But she was on her way home, like out running errands, doing whatever. Just wanted to get home, and she's she, and she's all of a sudden hungry. She's like, I'm going to go to Taco Bell. She gets in the Taco Bell drive-through, and it was one of those drive-throughs where like. Once you're in, you can't get out. Oh, there's a Starbucks near us that's like that. And there's so much pressure. Even if there's only like two people in your line, you're like, what if one of them has a big order? I have five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't, because if a car pulls in behind you, you can't back up. And I don't know if you've ever been to the um, Dunkin' Donuts near us, but that drive-through, even if no car pulled in behind you, it's such a weird, like when you turn in, there's like a retaining wall next to it. And I get nervous every time. If for whatever reason the car in front of me broke down, I would just have to sit there until the tow truck came. Yeah. Because I would I would be too nervous to back out. Anywho, she pulls into the Taco Bell drive-thru, takes a few minutes to get up to the, you know, speaker. Hey, welcome to Taco Bell. What's your order? And she ordered one thing, which first of all, this is miraculous. Who orders one thing at Taco Bell? But she just, she was hungry. She wanted a snack on the way home, right? 55 minutes from speaker oh, to window. Oh my gosh. 55. Wow. Uh, apparently, the person who took her order was the only employee working that day. No. So, oh my gosh, that stinks. So the person was taking the order of the person at the speaker, then going and making the order for the car that was at the window, delivering that food. I can't believe they didn't just close the store. Collecting that money. And then that car would pull away. The person working would take the order of the car. At the, yeah, everybody would move up, take the order of the car at the speaker, make it, money, Man. repeat the process for every single. And and she, the, what, the thing I'm really proud about is like she didn't even get mad. Even when she was retelling the story, she's like, I felt so bad for that person. So I would be enraged. But I think if I got to the window and found that out, I'd be like, oh, man. Yeah. Good good for you. And I think that's just that right now, at least, it's the it's just the way of the world, right? Everything's taking a little bit longer. Yeah. And if you, you know, like, I, I realized I just said, I can't believe they didn't close down. But if you're that person and you're the only one that shows up to work and you need that paycheck. Yeah. You're clocking in and getting it done. Good for that person. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for folks that work in the service industry. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for anxiety meds. Girl, we got to talk about something. Why did you say it like that? Because you're about to be a total chick. We've got to talk about Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal. Do we? Okay, I have a hot take on this. Keep going. Well, I have a question about it. Mm -hmm. So if you have been time traveling and you just returned to present day at this very moment, then 
you might not know that Taylor Swift released her version of the Red Album. And a lot of those songs, even I knew this, even a lot of the songs on the Red Album were supposedly about Jake Gyllenhaal. But then she released a remix of one song that like, it's 10 minutes long and it eviscerates them. Like she it talks about, I mean, in a very beautiful lyrical way. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I just thought you were going to like make a dude joke because there was just a car that like braked and you could hear the exhaust out the window. And I thought you were going to say, excuse me, because that's what Jeff always says. That's like his number two dad joke. What's my number one dad joke? Oh my gosh, the dogs ate the rest of the lasagna. Oh. I can't believe, oh my gosh, it's the worst. All right, anywho, back on track to Taylor and Jake. So she releases the te this 10 minute song. It's, I thought, I'm like, this is gonna be terrible. It's freaking fantastic. Oh, the song, I was listening to the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, she's it's, brilliant. She's brilliant. I mean, no one, and, and she does have co-writers, but- the way that she is able to convey emotions is unbelievable. Like you feel like you're in the song. Like I felt like leaves were falling from the trees. Here's my I was walking down the street. Here's what scarf. I, what I need help with. Here's where I am struggling with all of this because I knew that the Red Album was predominantly about Jake Gyllenhaal. I knew that this 10 minute remix was about Jake Gyllenhaal, but I didn't pay too much attention to the relationship. Once I heard the song, I had to do my research and found out that they dated for 90 days. Mm -hmm. They dated for three months. Mm -hmm. Three months. Yeah, this goes, okay, so my take on it, because here's the thing. So if you haven't seen this yet, so Taylor re released her songs and that's what everyone is talking about. And people are saying, we all hate Jake Gyllenhaal. And there's this like whole thing, like it's very cool right now to hate on Jake Gyllenhaal. I had not heard the song. Like, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan. Like, I do love her, but I just don't go seek her out. I listened to this, and I was like, oh, this is going to be crazy. Got in my car yesterday, listened to the whole song, and I was like, maybe I didn't understand the lyrics. So I got on my computer, and I Googled the lyrics. I didn't think it was that bad. Like, not. I didn't think that... She skewered him, and I also didn't think that whatever he did in the song, like, I thought it was going to be a song about how he, like, cheated on her with, like, an 18-year-old or something like that. that. Well, she was only 20 at the time, I know, one. but, but that, like, that, I just didn't think it was that scandalous. I'm like, so you guys dated for a minute, and he was kind of a DB, and, like, and then whatever, like everyone moved on. Like we've all had 38 of those relationships. You know what I mean? Like I just didn't. But like, this one tortured her. So I don't think the song, the lyrics. You think she's creepy? No. I, this is my question. I don't think she's creepy. I, my question is this song gets written. She, he so emotionally tormented her, right? That for, I, okay, I have a couple. To your point, I'm going to address your point first. I don't think that the lyrics have to take him apart bone by bone from skull down to toes and just leave him as a pile of rubble. Just the fact that he emotionally hurt someone so much that they wrote a 10-minute song about that person, that they originally wrote an entire album about that person, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that 
That was only a partial sentence. What do you mean? You said the fact that they wrote it. Oh, I'm to to your point. What I'm saying is the lyrics don't have to be that harsh for it to be a harsh song. Okay. The mere presence of the song makes it harsh. Okay. Understood. Okay. Yes. So my, my second point is, second question is, is it possible or does it happen that a person, in this case, a woman, gets so emotionally invested in a man in such a short amount of time that he would cause that much pain? Or is she just... Like, is she, was, I mean, she wrote it years ago, but at the time when she wrote it, was she just being a little dramatic? Or is it possible that a three-month-long relationship could cause that kind of emotional turmoil? Yes. Really? Yes. Like, tears. Like, you would sob for a- You have never been a teenage girl, clearly. Yes. The answer is yes. So a 90-day relationship would wreck you. Like it could, mm. it could ruin your summer. If you broke I'm, it. I'm saying it's possible. I'm not saying it's happened, but I'm saying it's possible. More than possible. Like on the scale of impossible to definitely happening, the, this like. It's it, on the definitely happening. It's on the definitely happening side. Because I was trying to put, I was, I was actually, because I know that this happened, the incident, the Jake Gyllenhaal, Taylor Swift incident happened in the fall because the lyrics of the song, mm-hmm. but also because he missed her 21st birthday. So I know that much. You know when Taylor Swift's birthday is? It's October 13th. How do you know that? Uh, Are you I, a Swifty? Yeah, I love Taylor Swift. Um, I think I think it's October 13th. No, that's George's birthday. That's my friend George's birthday. I think her birthday is the 13th of something. It doesn't matter. I plotted this on a calendar, <laughs> and what I figured out Mathematically, you're telling me that if you started dating somebody on March 1st and then they broke up with you on Memorial, or you guys broke up on Memorial Day weekend, that that short little relationship could ruin your entire summer. Yes. Gosh. I am telling you that there are, and I think it's specific people, and I think when they find each other, this happens, that a relationship can be like a tornado. Like you have a lot of chemistry and then you mistake yourself for being in love. And then you like meet each other's families and do the whole girlfriend, boyfriend thing. And then you jump right into it. And then when real life starts to hit, then you're like, Oh, I actually really don't like you or one of you. Yeah. Doesn't, and then you're out of it. And then it's a tornado, but you're like, wait, but we did all the things of people that are in a serious relationship. Yeah. But it's only been three months. That's the good. heart does not know. That's a good point because it's, it would actually be that's a really good point because if you break up in that window when everything is perfect mm-hmm. it could be soul crushing but if you went another 3 months and thought of all the reasons you don't like that person then it probably wouldn't be as harsh mm-hmm. but that could have been right in the window hmm. yeah. thanks for clearing up my taylor swift mystery okay now i have a mystery well it's not a mystery actually it's just more of like a what you did we were in bed the other night Jeff sees my, he's like, hey, will you text me a picture of whatever? I'm sure it was Ellie. I can't remember. Yeah. What else are we <laughs> sending each other pictures of? Dog pictures. Yeah. Um, it's either the dogs or Ellie. So Jeff is like, will you send me a picture? Yeah. And he goes, what's my name in your phone? And I was like, uh, Jeff Dollar. 
And he's like, why? Because your name is Jeff Dollar. And he's like, yeah, but we're married. You're not Callie Dollar in my phone. And I'm like, okay, well, everyone in my phone has a first name and a last name because that's the way that I like to look at it, except for my parents. Right. Except for if you're and your sister, except for your family. No, my sister has first name, last name. Your sister's in the phone is Kristen Riggs. Yes. That's so odd. It's not odd. It's the way that I like it. I like having two names in there. So Jeff was like, yeah, you need to change that. So he has me change it in my phone to Jeff. It's been two days. I hate it. It's driving me crazy. It's messing me up. Like when I see my phone, you know how you like see your phone from a distance and you can tell, like when it was Jeff Dollar, I would be like, oh, I know who's texting me. Now it comes up as a shorter name that I'm not used to and it throws me off and like my whole world (laughs) is off balance and it's stressing me out. Considering I'm one of only three short numbers or names in your phone, it should actually be, I should have actually done you a service. No, I got to change you back. You're going back to Jeff Dollar. Jeff Dollar. That seems so. Because I always say, even when I'm talking to my friends on the phone, I never say Jeff this. I'm like Jeff Dollar. Like you're someone that has two names and I like my names a certain way in my phone. I'm not somebody who, you don't say Jeff, you you do not say Jeff Dollar when you're talking to your friends. I do. Give me a context. You're just trying to justify putting my last (laughs) name in your phone. No, I actually do. I mean- no, you I don't. say Jeff Dollar. No, I do say Jeff Dollar quite frequently. If you're talking to somebody like, else. You know Jeff Dollar. Oh. You know, stuff yeah. like that. So I actually do. And I don't like the way it looks in my phone. It drives me crazy. And I realize that I am like probably a total weirdo and this doesn't drive anyone else nuts. I have actually gone to the lengths of deleting people that only have one name in my phone. Because <laughs> they don't fit the aesthetic. They don't fit the aesthetic. And I, I know someone that has old numbers, like in the, so this is going to, if you, let me re-say this. If you are someone that appreciates a neat and tidy phone, this is going to blow your mind and like make you want to turn off the podcast right now. I have a girlfriend who puts people in her phone with descriptions of them as the first name, all in the first name. So yours would be Jeff's new cell phone. She doesn't delete the old cell phone and she doesn't save it under like mobile home or whatever. And then she would be like Jeff home. Yeah. So, and then she would do like Jeff's number at Lake, like she, but that's all in the first name. Every time I look at it, it drives me nuts. Let me ask you this question. Let's imagine that we go get a pizza tomorrow afternoon. We're hanging out at Mellow Mushroom having some pizza and who's sitting next to us? Kesha. We're like, what's up, Kesha? And she's like, what's up, Callie and Jeff Dollar? And we're like, hey, we should all hang out. We have a lot in common. We have a lot of Kesha things in common. She goes, yeah, let me give you my number. How does she go on your phone? I would Google her last name and then I would put her as Kesha and then whatever her last name is. I would put her in all in the first name. I would put Kesha from Pizza Restaurant. So that's how I would remember her. Okay, a couple of weeks ago, I had all these um, ideas about how to manage a to-do list. Mm-hmm. And they were all dismissed. People were like, whatever. And then I found this piece of paper that I've had. I've been hauling this around 
Um, and I'm going to refer to it a lot over the next couple of weeks. It looks I, a bit worn. It is worn. It has hole punches. Do it, we even own a hole punch? It has um, like a stain from something it's Oh, it has in. a coffee stain on yeah. it. But one of these points, um, this was this came from a uh, study where they they studied like 250 ultra successful people. Okay. Not like, you know, the manager of, you know, the pizza restaurant near your house that Kesha goes to, but like the world leaders type ultra also, successful. Also, like of all the people, you bring up Kesha. Like, when is the last time you even thought about her? Listened to a song? Saw her in the news? Well, Madonna's not going to be eating pizza at Mellow Mushroom. Bono, uh-uh. But Kesha might be? Yeah, there's not a lot of one-namers that would eat at Mellow Mushroom. No offense to Mellow Mushroom. Great pizza, but I don't know. I think Kesha would be. What about, like, Lil Wayne? That's two words. It's not. Wayne is not a last name. Lil Wayne is a first name. But it's two words. It's like Sarah so, Beth. That doesn't count. That- Sarah Beth is one first name. Okay. We're- House divided. Um, I used to work with somebody who thought there's a suburb in Atlanta called Lilburn. L-I-L-B-U-R-N. And they thought it was L-I-L. They thought it was like the, there was a town called Burn, and then there was another town called Lilburn. <laughs> Anywho, I digress. So this serve this thing of these ultra super successful people, um, one of the questions was about to-do lists. And uh the ex the interviewer asked them about their to-do list strategy. The majority of them do not use to-do lists. And then he goes on, he does a further study and he says, to-do lists are actually anxiety drivers because when you put something on your to-do list that does not get done, it haunts you until you either do it or get rid of the list. But that's so jacked up because I'm sure all of these people have assistants. Well, what they do is whether it's them or their assistant, everything that's on their to-do list actually gets put on a calendar and set to a time because it removes, which I believe was one of my ideas, which removes... <laughs> the pressure, the haunt, the, what's it called? The lingering or the ominous mm-hmm. presence of something in your to-do list. It removes that pressure because you just schedule it. And furthermore, they have a block of time once a day, once a week, once a month, that is just like a to-do list item thing. So little tiny things that could go in there. So I don't think like Sir Richard Branson is making his own dentist appointment, but that type of thing would just go into this little weekly catch-all where it's a bunch of, it's like two hours worth of. That still stresses me out. However, I have been doing for weeks now, maybe over a month now, the put one item on your to-do list a day to get done. Yeah. And then you just accomplish it. And I've also been doing it with Robin at work and it is really helping. So uh, I'm not saying that I have the same mental whatever as these great world leaders, but I'm saying we're close. Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance, vegan, 100% cruelty-free skincare and beauty products. They were a brand that I heard about years ago from my girlfriends who not only loved the makeup, but also loved that it was a brand they could be proud to support. Thrive has a mission called Bigger Than Beauty. For every product we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive, which includes women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. They also never test on animals. One of my favorite products is the Brilliant Eye Brightener, which is seriously 
foolproof. It comes in a stick with a creamy texture and I put a little dot of it right in the corner of my eye by my nose and it gives the illusion that I put a lot of effort into my makeup when I definitely did not. And that's a win right there. In the winter months, my skin craves hydration and the Thrive Cosmetics Overnight Sensation Brightening Sleep Mask is the perfect addition to my skincare routine. It melts into your skin to restore moisture and rejuvenate your skin so you wake up with a smoother, brighter, more hydrated complexion. Thrive Cosmetics also has a variety of sets available this holiday season, which are perfect for gifting or treating yourself. I love Thrive Cosmetics. I love what their brand stands for. And I know when you try their products, you're going to love them as much as I do. Visit thrivecosmetics.com upside for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer you can only get here. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. Thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. Who, what, where says celebrities are far from immune from the draw of Rothy's wildly popular shoes. Pop Sugar named Rothy's one of the most comfortable and cute flats you'll never tire of wearing. And Forbes calls Rothy's men's shoes a travel must have. All over the news, Rothy's is, and you heard about it first over a year ago, right here on the upside. Well, Rothy's is doing something super special and super rare. They've got a discount just for upside listeners. We'll tell you about that in a second. But first, I want to make an announcement. Men, Rothy's has men's shoes now. So go to rothys.com slash upside. Check out all they have to offer. I know from watching Callie take care of her Rothy's, get the shoes, get them dirty, wash them, let them air dry, and put them back on your feet. They'll look as good as new, and they don't lose any shape. They don't lose any comfort. They are going to give Upside listeners a chance to take advantage of a rare Rothy's discount. Right now, you can get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Head to rothys.com slash upside. Find your new favorites today and take advantage of this very rare deal. $20 off your first purchase. rothys.com slash upside. Socks are a really funny thing because they're not something that you normally notice unless they're irritating you. And who needs to be irritated by socks? We only wear Bombas in our house, and there's a couple reasons why. They're easily the most comfortable socks I've ever worn, and I never have to think about them. I wear the Performance Ankle Socks to work out every day, and they're super soft on my feet, and they keep my feet cool, which I love. They also kind of like perfectly hug your feet. Bombas socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft and made to last. With their 100% happiness guarantee, they're confident you will be happy with your Bombas products or you can get your money back. Another thing I love is that when we first started working with Bombas, I learned that socks are the most requested item in homeless shelters. For every pair that we buy, they donate a pair to a homeless shelter. Now they make underwear and shirts too. And thanks to Bombas customers, they've just donated their 50 millionth clothing item. That's right. 50 million brand new pairs of socks, underwear, and shirts given to those in need. There's so much more comfort to have and so much more to give with Bombas. Go get 20% off your first order at bombas.com slash upside. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off your first order. Bombas.com slash upside. 
Today's three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. My first random thing is if you're currently living your life based on how others perceive you, it's not going to last forever. The average person stops caring what others think of them at age 43. So I, as someone who is older older than than 43. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's funny you bring that up because it, it's not completely gone, but it's definitely, I feel like there's definitely been a shift in the past couple of years. I think I have felt a shift. I felt a shift, a noticeable shift at like 33 yeah. And I very vividly remember a mental shift at age 35. Do you? I really liked turning 35. Like with confidence, you mean? With confidence, it made me feel. Wait, am I 35? How old am I? Yeah, you're 35. So I'm turning 36. Ooh. Wow. Oh, wow. All right. What were you saying there, Mima? <laughs> Um, so anyways, you have 43. I feel like, I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, it's a tough, that's a tough habit or whatever to break, but it it is interesting feeling. But for me, I don't think it has anything to do with age. I think it has to do with the success and the growth of our podcast and our company. Mm-hmm. Cause now I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't need anyone else's validation. I really am kind of good at this stuff. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is a total aside, not a total aside, but related aside. Um, it just sucks that we as a society put so much value on our personal worth based on our professional success. Isn't it like kind of outrageous? That's totally. something like And that changed uh, this could be a whole a whole show's worth of a conversation. Yeah. Because I had this like shift this year when we had Ellie. Like yes. Of not what's important because I think work is important, but my entire identity, so much of it was who I was at work. And someone said to me, an upsider who listens to the show said to me, you know, when I was having a show, they're like, work will not be there for you on your deathbed. And you need to make, make choices about your life accordingly. And I was like, that was one of those life moments. It just blew my mind. I'm like, that is so right. I have wrapped up so much of my identity in work that I don't know what it feels like to pick yes. me above work. I, I don't know what it's that's such like. It's such an odd, I can't remember if I said this on the show or if I said it in a conversation with somebody, but we live in this society, this American society is so weird when you think about the fact that one of the first questions you ask when you meet somebody new is what do you do? Yeah. Like that's. Since like, you've said that. I'm, I'm, that's off my list of things to say to people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jeff Dollar, how many times would you say that we clean our home per month? It's, um, not a deep clean. Well, I have categories of cleaning. I have tidying, which I do constantly love a tidy house, especially the kitchen. That this would be, so cleaning would be tidying for you, like washing dishes, wiping off the table. Oh, I do that every day. I do that daily in our kitchen because I really like a neat kitchen. And then I do the rest of the house when time permits. And I think that's similar for you. Okay. So how many times a month would you say you deep clean? Oh, deep clean per month? Mm-hmm. 
I, d- I deep clean twice a year. Yeah. Okay. Me too. So a survey of 2000 American adults finds that the average person cleans their home seven times per month. Come on. I know, which I thought was super low, but this I think is super high. And Wait a minute. You thought that was low? Seven times a month tidies up? The entire house? No, tidies. Yeah, the entire house? Mm, doesn't say. And yeah, it, there's no way that I would be able, that's once every three days. Uh, it says, four but it days. says it was cleaning, was mopping, washing dis- dishes, and wiping off the table. But you would, for it to be the whole, okay. Okay, so don't, so anyways, this is the one that really got me. They say that people, these 2,000 people, the average person deep cleans five times per month. False. False. I don't know anyone that deep cleans five times a month. Nope. We'll do it. Um, All of our cleaning happens um, in relation to Lily losing hair. So every fall, (laughs) for whatever reason, and every spring, she just starts shedding her coat and gets a new coat. And- I mean, we will brush her, walk upstairs, pee, come back downstairs, and there's a quarter inch of fur all over the entire floor of the house. Yeah, it's insane. And my third random thing is it is not a good time to be selling graves. Today, the number of cremations outnumber traditional burials, which means less money for the cemetery industry. One main reason people are getting incinerated after they die, that's kind of an intense word, Um, cremations are 40% cheaper than a casket funeral. You know what? I've been thinking a lot about this lately. This is another conversation for another time, but I may be changing my tune. I've always wanted to be cremated. And now I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I want people to come visit me. Nah, cremate me. I want my, my, I want to be cremated and I want my ashes baked into cookies and then served to unsuspecting friends. You always say that. And that's really gross. But let me pitch you this idea. We were driving through a cemetery, a very popular, well-known cemetery. And right near where we live, it's beautiful. And there is this huge, like someone pretty much built a home. Yeah. On the thing. What do you call those things? Uh, a mausoleum. Yeah. A mausoleum. You're right. You're right. But it's huge. It's a yeah. huge philanthropist in Atlanta, AKA like rich person. Technically was a huge philanthropist. Was a huge philanthropist. And I'm not even kidding you. It is a shrine to the person. It is massive. There's two of them. They're married. And if Jeff saw that, that couldn't convince you. No. If you had a shrine. No. Because nobody's going to go hang out there. There's a bench. But who's going to, well, hey, I'm going to go read on grandpa. No, you're going to take grandpa flowers though. Yeah, you don't need a bench for that. Right, but you need to be somewhere where they can go visit you. I am, am I the only one who is fascinated by the fact that there are, that there's so many people in the world, but there's so few cemeteries? Like when you think of all the people who have ever lived on the earth and, and all of the people who have died, how come there aren't more cemeteries? Like doesn't because it- they've been lost in time and we're all walking over dead bodies all the time. Hmm. I just scared some kids in the carpool line. Sorry, Sorry. kids. <laughs> and those are my three random things. All right. Go back to Taylor Swift real quick. Um, cause I forgot to bring this up before. Uh, Starbucks has a drink called Taylor's version. So if that is genius. Yeah. So if you really, really want to experience the excitement that is Taylor, Swift. Um, it's a grande caramel non-fat latte, which actually sounds, sounds really good. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can order it. You just order it. You don't order do it, it by on the name. app. No, you don't order it by name. Oh, you just say, can I have a grande caramel non-fat latte? 
Yeah. It's weird that she would do a her own drink though with um Is it her own drink or did Starbucks just jump on that and Oh no, it? it's a collaboration like oh, okay. play, yeah. But they would that she would do that with um Ariana's brand brand. What do you mean? The Grande. <laughs> You're so dumb. I like to see pop singers coming together like that. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. My parents hang out with Ellie every week. Once a week, she goes to what we call Camp Riggs. And she has a good time. And my mom will send us videos and pictures. She sent me a video from yesterday that she did not send you. Oh, okay. Why? She's been trying to teach because my mom like likes to teach Ellie things. Like she taught her to clap, whatever. They practice stuff. Yeah. And my mom was like, I really want her to figure out how to like blow on things like food, her birthday candle. Like I think that's where they came from. And my mom sent me a video yesterday of Ellie blowing into a recorder. Oh, really? Why didn't she send it to me? I don't know, but I thought you would be like, recorder, no, out of like all the things to teach her, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Does she know hot cross buns? She's not that advanced. Yeah, we're not there yet, but she she did do it once, and then my mom got it on video and sent it. Also, apparently, my parents have a recorder at their house that Ellie James is using. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Molly. I am so, so, so impressed with Amy Purdy. I went and listened today for the first time and I subscribed and um, I'm a counselor by profession and this episode was amazing. Just the difference between when you're talking about a challenge versus um, a struggle and how much more empowering it is, like words matter. Um, And then just the motion equals emotion that Derek Huff was talking about, amazing. And then inspiration being contagious, just Y'all, I'm so proud of you guys. This is so, so good. Love, love, love it. So anyway, um, I think she's such a great addition to um, the production company and your podcasting and everything else. So, all right. Love y'all. Have a good day. Bye. BetterHelp has been a longtime sponsor of this podcast. We thank them so much for that. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. If something is stressing you out, if something is preventing you from being completely happy, if you have never done therapy before, BetterHelp is for you. Completely confidential. Licensed therapists and counselors are waiting to talk to you in all 50 states. And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can start talking to someone in as soon as 48 hours. So whatever it is that is eating you up, whether it's anxiety, stress, confusion, family issues, whatever you're struggling with, talk about it. Don't leave it inside. Share it with someone who can help. Sometimes friends and family aren't the go-to people. Am I right? So unload the stressors, get some unbiased feedback, and you'll be shocked at what you can gain from it. 
Go to betterhelp.com slash upside. Get 10% off your first month. Once again, that's betterhelp.com slash upside. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Oh my gosh, Jeff. You would not believe. I had a red light today. I've been you a little bit of money for the Thanksgiving tip. I wish it was more. That's what we can afford. Power in numbers. But I kid you not, by the time I got to work in my parking space, I looked down in the leaves. There's a $50 bill and a $10 bill. I was like, WTF. The universe really is looking out for all of us. Love what you're doing. I teared up been mowing you. I'm sure all your listeners have done it by now. If not, do it. Universe has your back. Love y'all. Bye. Hey guys, it's Stephanie from Atlanta. Kelly, I want to say thank you for your third random fact because I have heard that rumor before. It creeps me out every time I hear it. And now I know it's not true and I feel better. So thank you, Kelly. Have a great weekend. Bye. Hey, so the first time I just, not the first time I called, but I just called and it was this, like, sweet southern lady, and she's like, remember, you have just tried to call us, been disconnected. And I was like, what? But I called back right away, and it worked. Um, I, I don't find me, like, really surprising that the doctor's office is judging you for both being there. Maybe they feel like um, that you don't, like, trust them or something, that both of you need to be there. Um I like when my husband comes just because I always forget to ask certain things or like he'll ask different things than I would ask. And so I like that. But I think it's really rare that both parents can take off during the day for the sheer amount of appointments that, you know, a little kid has to go to because there are a ton of them. Um, I know for some people that's taking off a day of work and losing pay. So for both of you to be able to go, um, easily is fantastic and I mean obviously you shouldn't be judged for it but I just think that it's just uncommon uh, because not everybody has the flexible afternoons like y'all do. Hey Callie and Jeff it's Katie from Atlanta. I'm listening to the episode where Jeff is talking about the UPS pickup points whatever he's calling them. Um, Michael's Craft Stores are also a UPS pickup spot. And the package lockers that Jeff's talking about or Callie's talking about with Amazon are the Amazon hubs. And my apartment complex actually has one and they are amazing. Your package gets locked up, you get sent a code or a barcode to scan at the hub and there's your packages. So, yes, you can hide them for people in the hub. And have a great day. Bye. Gratitude shows the universe that you are thankful for what you have been given. Even these bad moments in our life where we are sitting in the closet on the floor and we're thinking, why me? You will get through that. You have to remember it's not always going to be that tough. You're just in a tough moment, and when things get a little bit more easier, you'll be able to navigate through it a little bit better.